Hello, this is Rabbi Rob Doberson, and welcome to this edition of Wrestling and Dreaming. This is the first of three episodes of the podcast addressing one aspect of the upcoming holiday of Hanukkah. That one aspect is the blessings that we say before we light the Hanukkah lights. Each of these three blessings is significant, meaningful, and has ideas that we can wrestle with, that we can discuss, that we can consider seriously. And I want to do that with each of the blessings. Before I do, I want to make it clear that when you stand in front of the Hanukkah, when you light the Hanukkah lights and you sing these blessings, sing them with a full heart, sing them with the joy that the holiday brings and with the memories that the blessings might bring to you for previous Hanukkah celebrations. Don't necessarily analyze them at that one moment. But here, before the holiday, is a good time to step back and think about what we're saying when we say those blessings. I think prayer needs to be addressed in both ways. We need to take the prayer seriously as texts, but we also need to say them with a full heart as part of a ritual. So let's talk about the first blessing. Asher kitshanu b'mitzvotav Blessed are you, O Lord our God, ruler of the universe, who has sanctified us by the commandments and commanded us to light the Hanukkah lights. There's a very, very serious question that comes up about this blessing, and in fact, it's raised in the Talmud. But before I get to that, I want to just explain a couple of ways to look at the phrase, Asher Kitshana B'mitzvotav, that God sanctified us by the commandments. We say it all the time when we light Shabbat candles, uh, when we uh, hear the shofar being blown. What does it mean? Well, I'll give you two ways of understanding it, and I think they can exist side by side. One is to emphasize the aspect of Kedusha, of holiness, of sanctification, which means separateness. Separate, just like Shabbat is separate from the rest of the week, something which is holy is separated from other things. In this particular case, it identifies what separates the Jewish people, Jewish faith, from other faiths and from other people, namely the observance of mitzvot, of commandments, the observance of commandments based on the Torah and the system of Jewish law. Now, of course, there are other ways that Jews can consider ourselves different from other people, whether it's historically, sociologically, whatever, but at its core, philosophically, this is what separates us from others. I want to be clear, and I talked about this many months ago in the podcast, about the, about the idea of the chosen people and sharing, as I did at the time, a lesson I learned from one of my teachers, Rabbi Neil Gilman, who taught that every religious faith thinks that it's the chosen people in the sense that they're doing what they think God wants them to do. And I believe that each religious faith that works for the betterment of the world is part of the solution to bringing the world to a better place. But for us, our focus is on the mitzvot. As Jews, we light Hanukkah candles, we light Shabbat candles, and that makes us separate. The other way to understand this phrase, that God sanctifies us through the commandments, is to emphasize the part of holiness, which means elevation, uplifting. That our lives are uplifted, our lives are made holier, more sanctified by the observance of the commandments. They give our lives more meaning. 
So you can look at it either way. You can look at it in your own way, of course, but either of these two explanations, and both of them can stand side by side, emphasizing separateness and elevation, elevation of our lives. Now let's get back to the specific blessing about Hanukkah and the word that causes problems for the rabbis in the Talmud. The word is the next word after the phrase that I just used. Asher kichanu b'mitzvotav vitzivanu and commanded us to light the Hanukkah lights. The Talmud asked the question very simply. Behechan sivanu Questions that are really important can often asked very can often be asked very briefly. Here's a good example. What does it mean? Where did God command us to light the Hanukkah lights? The source of the mitzvot is the Torah, 613 commandments, as the tradition says. So, in what part of the Torah will I read about Hanukkah? Obviously, I won't, because the story of Hanukkah and the development of the holiday happened more than a thousand years after the end of the Torah. So there's no reference in the Torah to celebrating Hanukkah, of course. And how can we then say God commanded us to light the Hanukkah lights when we have nothing in the Torah or in the Tanakh as a whole, the Bible as a whole, referring to the holiday of Hanukkah? How do we know that God commanded us to light the Hanukkah lights? Well, the Talmud offers two answers to this. And neither of them is really satisfactory as far as I'm concerned, although with the second one, I can make a midrash out of it that helps ex explain how I think the question needs to be answered. The first answer in the Talmud as to where God commanded us to light the Hanukkah lights is not an answer to the question at all. I think it's a discouragement to even ask the question. It refers to a verse in the book of Deuteronomy in which the situation is raised, what happens if you can't understand a particular case, if you don't know how to judge in a particular situation based on the laws of the Torah? And the book of Deuteronomy says you go to the judges that exist at that time and you do what they tell you to do and you don't go, drift to the right or to the left from it. You accept the authority of the people who are teaching you. And I think that what the Talmud is saying here is the rabbis asked, told you it was God's commandment, accept it. Don't worry about it. Don't wrestle with the question. I don't like that. It's a great question, and I want to wrestle with it. The other explanation given in the Talmud also bases itself on a verse in Deuteronomy, but a different verse. The verse coming from the end of the Torah, Parshat Ha'azinu, the poem that is at just before the end of the Torah. And the text is, the verse is, Sha'al avicha v'yagedcha zekenecha v'yomrulach. Ask your father, and he will tell you, and the elders, and they will explain to you. Well, I like that one better because at least it says go ahead and ask the question, but it doesn't really answer the question either. It seems to rely on the fact that the law is what it is, and you'll ask about it, and you'll get some kind of an answer, but, it may, but the answer isn't critical. But I think that there might be a way to understand that last interpretation differently, and that's what I want to share with you. Ask your father, and he will tell you, your sages, and your, your elders, and they will inform you. I want to look at it this way. There are two sources 
to wisdom mentioned in that verse. Avicha, your father, and Zekenecha, your, your elders, your sages. But what if the person, the rabbi who proposed this verse as an answer to the question of where did God command us to light the Hanukkah lights, was looking at Avicha, your father, as referring to God, and Zekenecha, your sages, as referring to the rabbis. If that's the case, then this particular rabbi was saying that the wisdom that we get about the commandments is a combination of divine wisdom and the wisdom of the sages. And, in fact, that it's a cooperative effort to develop the mitzvot, to develop the commandments. Now let's take a big step back. We say the Torah, the commandments come from the Torah. But even if one believes that the entire Torah is words spoken by God at Sinai, even if one believes that, the development of the commandments is very much a human exercise. And if one doesn't believe, and I don't personally, that the entire Torah is the expressed word of God, then the role of human beings becomes even more important as we say, how can we take the inspiration that our ancestors received at Sinai in whatever happened there and pass down through the generations to us that an understanding that God wants something from us and it's in our, it's in our uh, hearts and in our minds to, to know in some way that God wants us to elevate, to sanctify our lives, how can we do it through the process of mitzvot, through the process of the commandments? There's nothing in the Torah that deals with the details of the commandments as we observe them. Think about the commandment of tefillin, phylacteries, that are worn during prayer on weekdays, wrapped around the arm and put over the head between the eyes. The Torah says you should tie, bind these words upon your hand and they should be for frontlets, for symbols between your eyes. But that's all it says. There's no picture of the tefillin in the Talmud. In, in the Torah, there's no explanation that the, that, that the tefillin have to be done in this particular way. That was all rabbinic interpretation. And yet, when we put the tefillin on, we say, Asher God commanded us to wrap tefillin. Even the Shabbat candles. It's true. The Torah says, celebrate Shabbat. But the Torah doesn't say light candles to celebrate Shabbat. But we still say, that God commanded us to light the, the Shabbat candles. Now, in those two cases, we can trace the origins of the commandment back to the Torah and say that because the Torah said, wrap the words around your arm, and because it says, celebrate the Shabbat, the rabbis had at least something to go on. They didn't have anything to go on with Hanukkah. So they could have said, this is what, we, you know, Asher, Kishanah B'mitzvotav, uh, God commanded us to, uh, God sanctified us by the commandments and we're commanding you to light the Hanukkah lights, but that wouldn't work. So how can they say God commanded us? Well, my answer is understanding that mitzvot is a cooperative effort. The development of the ritual traditions is a cooperative effort between God and human beings. The rabbis want to fit the celebration of Hanukkah into the general category of divine commandments because they think this is what God wants us to do to celebrate a miracle. 
that saved the people, that saved the, the, the Hebrew people, that saved the Jewish people. They look back at the Torah and they see the fact that there was a celebration at the crossing of the sea. And we're told to recognize the miracles in the world and to appreciate the miracles of our past. So therefore, it's a natural continuation to say we want to recognize this miracle of Hanukkah. And the way we're choosing to do it is to light lights. But we're not going to say it's about us, about the rabbis, because we know that just like all of the commandments, it's not just because a person, a, a, a rabbi or a, a rabbinic tradition creates a ritual just for the sake of creating a ritual. We create rituals which we feel reflect what God wants from us. And that comes back from the inspiration of our ancestors, of our sages, and at some point, in whatever way we understand this, inspiration from God. So, my answer to the question, Hechan Sivana, where did God command us? God commanded us to sanctify our lives. And one way we sanctify our lives is recognizing the lessons of the past, the messages of the past, and appreciating the miracles of the past, as well, perhaps, as the miracles of the present day. And we'll talk about that next week. And the way the rabbi said that was to not take responsibility, complete, complete responsibility for the establishment of the commandments, but to say they are inspired by God through what we've learned about God in the Torah and what we believe God wants us to do. That's my answer to the question about where did God command us. If we believe that we have inspiration from God, from Mount Sinai as passed on through the generations and from our own experiences in our own life, however we understand that inspiration, we have to turn it into actual actions. That's what the rabbis did through the creation of mitzvot. That's what we do when we live our lives. And we attribute the idea of looking for sanctification in our life as coming from God. Asher kitshanu b'mitzvotav, that God commanded us, with, God sanctified us with the commandments. And for that reason, we're lighting the Hanukkah lights. Until next time, thank you.